Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Today's January 20th. We're super excited that we hit the 20-day benchmark. I've read that uh, someone someone somewhere said that it takes uh, 21 days to form a habit. So we're hoping that after tomorrow, y'all are just in the habit of enjoying these daily devotionals with us. Yes, love that. So also, a quick little plug, Tori and I posted a YouTube video yesterday on boundaries for social media. So if you haven't seen it and you're interested in that topic, feel free to go to our YouTube channel and check it out. But aside from that, we have an exciting, distraction-free devotional for you today. (laughs) Yes, you guys. The devotional is titled Eliminate Distraction. And I have a feeling it's going to be a good one. So if you have your Bibles, we are in Luke 1040. And if you're in your Thrive Bible, then it's page 1277. It says, But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. Love letter from God. Beloved child, I love every moment we spend together. There will always be things to distract you from what really matters and to steal away your time with me. That is why I ask you to seek me first, or you will forget me throughout the day. When you wake up in the morning, open my word and talk to me in prayer. Then open your heart so I can talk to you. Even if you don't realize it, you need me to guide you in your everyday life. If you will sit at my feet, you will find the strength to run your race. I love that you want to do so much with your life, but I want you to invest wisely the time I give you so you will not live with regret. If you will make me your top priority, your priorities will stay in order and your heart will remain calm even when there is chaos. Choose me first. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, anything that we make more important to us than time with God will eventually rob us of the joy of a real relationship with God and relationships with those we love. Take a moment and evaluate what you do daily that steals your time and takes your attention off what really matters most to you and to God. Then ask God to order your priorities, putting him first. The treasure of truth. If Satan can't make you bad, his next trick is to make you busy or distracted. Yeah, I think this is probably our favorite topic that I um, that we have done so far. Yeah, I love love love. I'm this topic. so I'm so I don't want to say opinionated. I just I'm so passionate about this topic because I think that you can struggle with two different things. I think the first thing you can struggle with is actually like bad distractions, like things that aren't good for you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the place of God, but I think that what a lot of us struggle with, especially people listening to this podcast, is that we tend to let good things distract us from God. Yeah. And I think that can be get really messy because I love what uh, the scripture says in that story with Mary and Martha, whenever they're preparing the dinner for Jesus is that Mary's all upset. She's like, Jesus, you better tell Mary to come in here and help me. And then Jesus is like, Martha, 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 you've chosen what is good, but Mary has chosen what is better. So um, I just think we have to be careful to not substitute the things that are good for something that is actually better. Because I think it's so easy for us to justify our actions to say, oh, well, this is a good thing. Or, oh, God put this person in my life. Or, oh, God gave me this opportunity. Or, oh, God this. But wait, but did God intend that? 
to be your God or did God intend that to become an idol or did, did God intend that to become more important than him? Right. No, the answer is no. The answer is always no on that. So even recording this podcast, Tor and I are like so focused on getting this thing done so we can do other things that we like, wait, are we right with God right now? Are we leaning into God and, and living and acting inside of the Holy Spirit right, right. now? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, but I'm doing this for God, so I'm fine. I can just push through. It's like, well, no. I, I think that we tend to exchange doing it uh, through God versus doing it for God. And God doesn't need us to do stuff for him. He can He can do it every once, but it, he wants us to do things through him and through his power. Yeah, that's so good, babe. And there's a book I always recommend. It's such a game changer for me. It was The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And I feel like I should go back through and read it all again. But I remember what he was saying in the book is very similar to this devotional. And he said, if if Satan can't make you sin, he'll make you too busy to hear the voice of God. You'll be too distracted to actually get quiet and get still and recognize when God is trying to speak to you. And I think that that's such a thing in American culture is that we think busy equals successful. And everything that God teaches us is so countercultural. And he's saying, I don't want you to be busy. I want you to sit in my presence and be still. That way you can tune in and listen to my voice and not be distracted. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I struggle even in my alone time with God, the racing thoughts, right? I can't quiet my mind. And that's something I have to pray for. I have to, I have to say, God, please, um, I don't, I don't want to sit here and think of other things. I want to meditate on who you are and, and that way I can tune into your voice. But if I don't know the voice of God, how do I recognize it? And I have to be in his presence and learn his character. That way, when I start hearing things in my head, I'm like, okay, is that from God or is that from the enemy? And just how, you know, Chad was just talking about some good things. Good doesn't always equal God. And that's why we have to be so proactive in our one-on-one time with Jesus and our walk with him on a daily basis. Yeah. It's just crazy to think about how many things in our lives can actually become idols. Like this podcast can become an idol for us. You know, where if we're putting this above our downtime with God, you know, marriage is a huge idol that that people struggle with. Um, you know, being where you want to be in career-wise, or honestly, a big idol that I even struggle with is letting go of who I think I'm supposed to be. Like the picture that I have of myself of of where I'm supposed to be and who I'm supposed to be. That's a huge idol in my life, and just you know, kind of ripping that photo up and getting rid of it has been hard for me, but I have been chipping away at it. It's less of a picture and it's more of like a, like, um, almost like a stone picture. You know what I mean? Like where it's, it's like, you have to chip away at it with a hammer yeah. and chisel. You can't just rip it up. Um, cause that was something that I felt for so long. This is who I'm supposed to be. But again, that could be a good thing, but is it what God wants? Yeah. And it always comes down to, well, what does God want for me versus what do I want for me? Yeah, no, that's so good. I mean, I definitely uh, can relate to you in that because I think that a lot of us want to uh, put forward what we think everyone wants from us versus what God wants from us. And sometimes God wants us to share the messy parts of us, Mm -hmm. you know, and the broken parts of us because that's where his glory really shines is, wow, look how broken I was and look how he, you know, made this beautiful, this, this dark part, this, um, this part I want to hide, you know, and he's like, let me bring that to the light and let me use it for my glory. 
And sometimes that doesn't feel good to us. Maybe that's painful. Maybe that's uh, just feels like a lot. But God's like, hey, uh, it's for me and, and it's good. It's better than keeping it a secret. You know, yeah. you care if I pray real quick? Yeah. We're going to pray on out, people. By the way, quick little tidbit as to why Tori and I are so intentional about praying. I remember this one time someone asked me, um, you know, what they could pray for. And my dad at the time really needed a lot of prayer. And I asked them to pray for my dad. And it just kind of, it kind of hit me. I was like, wow, there's probably um, two or three people that are praying for my dad right now. And it kind of broke my heart to think that there's 7.5 billion people on earth and only two or three of them are probably actually praying for my dad. And, and that really hurt me. And so it made me think that, wow, well, we're, my dad's probably not the only one who has a few people praying for him, just a few. There's probably a lot more people. And so Tori and I just want you to know that there are people praying for you and some of them live in Lakeland, Florida. (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to go and pray. Father, just thank you for this time. Thank you for, um, for helping us to turn to you amongst all the distractions with our phones going off, a dog barking outside, birds flying around eating fish. We could have so many different distractions of things that we think are important or things that just kind of deter us from you, God. We, we, pray, uh, we pray against those things right now, Lord. We, we pray that this phone, I just threw it on the ground. I hope you heard that. We just pray that these distractions, that, that they are things that we think so little of in comparison to the goodness and greatness of you, God, that we want to hit them away to be so that they don't disrupt our view of you, God. We just pray that we'll be like uh, Zacchaeus, I think was his name in the Bible, God, who he was a, a man of small stature and he climbed to the top of the tree to see you. He didn't want this tree to obstruct his view of you, God. Help us to beat away these distractions that that try to eliminate our view of you because, God, the world's coming up with new ones. And, and great distractions every single day. They come in, in the shape and form of good things too, God. The world's getting really smart, Lord, and we need your help to fight those distractions, God. Please make the Holy Spirit so loud inside of our hearts and our minds that we can't help but hear and see you, God. Open our eyes to see you. Open our ears to hear you, God, and open up, uh, just open up our, our hearts to feel you, God, and help us to desire those things. Because without you, God, we won't desire it. We need you to help us desire more of you, God, and help us to take a a really great practical inventory of things in our lives that are distracting us from you, whether it's the Bible app on our phone. God, that can eliminate us from spending really uh, intentional time with you because messages are popping up, Lord, or, or different devotionals or different podcasts or different things like this could distract us from our quiet time where we actually, instead of need to be listening to other people, we need to be listening to you, God. So speak to our hearts, however you will, please impact us, um, today, please interrupt our day with things that are of you. Oh, and, and, and help us to walk towards those things with excitement instead of looking at you as a distraction help us look at the other things as a distraction lord we thank you and we pray in your son's name amen amen thanks a ton for tuning in to this podcast thank you for doing a devotional with us and uh we'll be talking to you tomorrow talk to you guys tomorrow bye